Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler, a couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, g'day. Nudging closer and closer to State of Origin 2. Gee, that's coming around really quickly. Welcome to the show. Badge and Sats here with you. How are you, Scotty? Oh, I love it, Badge. I love, and I know I said it last night, and I'm going to be even more enthusiastic tonight. I love it that it's seven days apart, that it is mm. upon us already. Uh, usually have to wait, what, two weeks till the next Origin match? Yeah, yeah. Two, Outstanding. Two, two and I love and a half. It. Yeah. Uh, they've tweaked it, haven't they, in recently? I'm not sure how the bodies are feeling at the moment from the no. players who played last week. Well, they're used to playing every week, aren't they? Yep. Gen- generally. Um, the players that hadn't been on the field for a month or so or five weeks, probably a bit sorer than usual, and it's pretty full on. I think it? also getting on a plane straight away, straight after the game from Adelaide, back to their respective camps, getting on buses and then travelling on the buses. Yeah, true. Not getting back till sort of 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Takes its toll. Takes a, a big toll out of your, your 24 hours after the game and when it comes to your recovery. It wasn't one of the more... Brutal origin games. It was wasn't. It? It's funny you should say that. I've had a lot of a lot of fans say to me, "I loved it. It was great, but it was there wasn't that softening up period early no. on in the game that we usually see in Origin." No, there was a, a Blues mistake early from the kickoff, and then a mad scramble for fifteen minutes as Queensland tried to score. But um, think a little bit different, I guess, in that the change of the rules. I wonder what effect that had on the game. We know it's had a, th- those th- those rule changes that came in have had a big effect on the game overall throughout the season. And I wonder how much they did in origin. So we're, we're talking about the best rule change in 2020. And we want you to, uh, to join in uh, on Twitter at Sports Day NSW, or you can, uh, you can give us a call or a text. Um, 1-300-42-1533 is the phone number. Uh, you can text us as well, 0477-736-736. Those rule changes headlined by the six again. Six again rule, captain's challenge. Captain, uh, yeah. The positioning of, of scrums as well. Of course, you can have it um, midfield scrum, 20-metre uh, line or 10-metre line. Meter line. It's, yeah, it's a bit subtle, that change, but I reckon players and coaches would, would like it. Some There's of also one referee, which isn't a rule change, but it's a significant change in the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back to one ref. Um, Captain's challenge was, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I think it took a lot of the heat off the referee. but And if used, if used wisely by captains, gives your side a, a, really, a really good opportunity to just gather their thoughts and... and Use some time up yeah. as well. We'll talk about that very soon. I'll get your opinion on the uh, on, on all of those. Scotty Sattler. Uh, Alan Lang is going to join us soon. He's uh, in origin camp with the Queensland team. Um, chief cook and bottle washer. He does a bit of everything, Alf. Entertainment director. Is he a good cards player? Trainer. Good cards player. Yep. 
Yes. Uh, we heard Mo Fatawake yesterday saying that uh, was it Mo that was telling us there was there was no it wasn't no Cam Munster. Cam Munster. Cam Munster's teamed up with uh, with Wine. Yeah. Your your deal, Cam. And no, uh, Mel was up telling us. Mel and, and Elf. And Elf. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we'll have a chat with Elf pretty soon in the show, straight from the Queensland camp. They haven't headed off yet, have they? they don't day go off. Till, and they, they don't fly down until the day, we know that. Yeah, day off, then come back that night. Yeah. Um, Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland will join us for an update as well. Time now for our sports update. Sports Day, Sports Update. Actually, let's make it an origin update. Toro's Big Spring Clean is in store now. Confirmation today... Surprisingly, Kurt Capewell will play. It is surprising, isn't it? Because yes. um, they dragged him off the field late in that game, uh, just after Josh Adokar had scored that try to to take New South Wales um, uh, very close to, to Queensland late in that match. And he looked like he he came up with a huge play while he had that groin injury. Uh, he leapt high, took a, a bit of an innocuous kick from, from Luke Keary, and uh, they gave away another set of six, uh, Queensland, but it was a huge origin play. But uh, it's really surprised me that Wayne Bennett has come out and said that Queensland will be 1-17. to That's including mm. Kurt Catewell. He's exceeded all my expectations. Yeah. And I think if he is go, he's going to play, it opens up Cody Walker to really try and challenge him with speed. He plays a lot more on the left side, Cody Walker. But yeah, last in twenty twenty, he's played both sides. Actually, he did. He did. He, explore, he he was the one that that did lead up playing to did, the yeah. late try for Josh Adokar. To Gutherson onto Adokar. So mm. I think if yeah, I mean, if I'm Brad Fittler, I'm saying to Cody Walker, we are challenging the speed of of Luke Capewell or uh, his ability to, to turn absolutely quickly. Yeah. And that was that was his issue. He, he sort of lost that power on his leg, didn't he, with the that groin injury getting worse throughout Origin One. So surprise, surprise he is playing, but um great stuff. Do you know another thing, Badger? It wouldn't surprise me if Kurt, uh, Cameron Munster for Queensland defends at centre, especially defending your, your sort of that twenty meter zone, that attacking zone mm. for New South Wales. Mm. And Kurt Kate will defend sort of maybe one more in. It's a little bit easy when you've got other players around. It is a very hard position to defend, that, that halves position. Um, but I think if he's got other people around, like on that left-hand side, he'll have Felice Kafusi inside him because Jaden Sue will play on that right-hand side. So you've got Kafusi that will work really hard and help out Catewell and Munster, well, he feels comfortable anywhere on the field defending. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's how it plays out we'll for ask Queensland. Elf. Reckon he'll tell us? No, he won't Reckon tell us know. anything. No, he might have been. He might have been in that part of training. He must be playing cards or <laughs> go out on the field. Elf. We'll find out pretty soon uh, from the Origin camp. Daly Cherry Evans, there are uh, the skipper for the Maroons, says they are prepared for game two, of course, and for that uh, that attack of Cody Walker. Yeah, it's been spoken about. Of course, it has. You know, we were in the same position last year, and um, the rest is history. They took the series from there, so. Um, some big lessons to be learned from last year, that's for sure. To be fair, I don't know if he does take the line on much more than Luke Keary. Um, Luke Keary felt like he was coming at us all day, to be honest. So um, Cody's going to be you know, that sort of similar attacking player. He's going to bring a lot down that left edge, our right side defensively. So, you know, we're aware of the changes they've made and what they've got in their side, but we really do have to make sure that we're better, we're better again defensively. That's an interesting insight from a player that was on the field. Now, everyone was, not everyone, I thought Luke Keary was really challenged. I thought he challenged Queensland really well mm. last Wednesday night on a couple of occasions. Um, snuck his head through. He gets on the outside of the defenders really well and, and sneaks his head through. And But that insight from a player who was defending him, who said 
and identify that Luke Kiry is coming at us all day. Yeah, like all night. And Cody Walker will do it, do the same. A lot more speed than than Luke Kiry across the ground. But um, yeah, I mean, for for Daly Cherry Evans to to admit that Kiry has challenged him, but also I think I truly believe that the battle between Cherry Evans and Nathan Cleary decides decides the game. I just think that. Both their kicking games, I know the kicking game sounds really boring when you try and break it down, but both their kicking games will be the most important part. You saw in game one, Queensland, the amount of pressure they put on Nathan Cleary, and he didn't get a lot of good kicks away, which allowed AJ Brimson to get in really good field position and, and get back into the face of New South Wales. Mm. And they continued that for 80 minutes, Queensland. But Cherry Evans, I think he's going to, he'll face the same fate. Um, it's funnily enough, you've now got Cody Walker, who's a left foot kicker. Uh, Cameron Munster, who took a lot of heat off Nathan Cleary, who was a left foot kicker as well. So it's going to be the battle of the kicking game. Yeah, position. Uh, I did see Daly said that um, some quiet words from, from Wayne Bennett about, I think it must have been around half time, or, or maybe someone came on the field and said, hey, start running the ball. Stop mm. trying to pass. Stop trying to set everyone else up and, and just run and play more direct. Queensland did that a lot better in the second half. Now, um, Wayne was at it this morning at the press conference, asked by some journalists... Uh, about um, the comments made from down south from a Sydney journalist that this is the worst Queensland team in 40 years who decided to back it up and said, despite the fact that they've beaten New South Wales, it still is the worst Queensland team in 40 years. Uh, And Wayne had to, well, he basically said, do journalists get drug tested? (laughs) It's a pretty good retort. Good on you, Wayne. (laughs) It can be pretty funny at times. There's some journos that probably should be drug tested, I think. (laughs) <laughs> bounce off the walls and some of the things enthusiastic. they come up maybe they maybe you and I should be at times Sats hey I did, I did see that Wayne um, is going to be I'm not surprised at this after that uh, that victory last week that he's um, he's going to be front of the queue to coach the Maroons next year and beyond hey before we go any further we have uh, we got Mick from Grafton on the line you there Mick yeah oh there are, how are you mate what do you want to talk about Who's that? Badge and Sats. Hey, Badge and Sats, how are you? Yeah, We're really good, good Mick. What can we really do for good. you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a first time caller, and I just wanted to talk about um, what you were talking about yesterday about the hard man in the league. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Who's your nomination? Uh, well, you know, mate, uh, I was uh, born in uh, 1966, and I've, I've seen some good players, and I reckon Sass that tackle you made in the, the grand final was unreal. <laughs> Thank you, mate. So your Uncle Mick Sass. That, that's, <laughs> that, that saved the game. But I, I reckon, you know, you, you had Steve Maddow, Terry Randall, Neil Pringle, Wally Lewis. You know, like, how hard were they? They, they yeah. were good, hard players. Terry yeah. Randall. Hey. Terry Randall, when he hit when he hit the New South Wales Rugby League, he hit it like a firebrand. Long hair, just lived on the edge. He was a tremendous player, Terry Randall. Malcolm, really? Do you remember Malcolm playing? Might be a little bit before um, your time. Yeah, I remember Malcolm because uh, Ian Martin was my uh, brother-in-law. Okay, right. Ian Martin. Yeah, he was a good player too, Ian Martin. Uh, yeah, Ian mm. Martin, he played, he played with Malcolm, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much, Mick. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mick would have been down the Grafton Ghosts. You'd think, yes. Once Steve upon Maddow, a time, I think. Steve Maddow. He was frightening. Did anyone hit harder than him coming in blindsiding players from that out? He hit Dave Tyrrell one centre. day at the ANZ, at ANZ Stadium, Manly versus South, and 
yeah, honestly, they had to call the medicab for for Dave Tyrrell. Yeah, it was it it's, was one of the most frightening. It used to come from the outside in. You're always looking through the corner of your eye. Now, Boyd Cordner, we were talking about him last night, Sats. Um, what I read really interest, with a lot of interest, Nathan Gibbs, the Blues doctor, has talked about, I think he must have handed his report in, it was going to be last night or today, to the NRL, around Boyd going back on the field. And the stuff that um, I, I believe happened, you know, you can understand why they allowed him back on. He had to, uh, he passed some tests on the field. I think they have to close an eye and stand on one leg and that <laughs> sort of stuff, put a hand on the head. But when he went off, they, they, they do stuff like they give you a list of five words. They might just go um, building, parrot, you know, sidewalk, you know, yep. five words, and then have a bit of a chat about other stuff and say, now, what were those words again? Now, if you can cuss, you're really going to struggle with that. You're in a bit of a state of confusion. Struggle anyway. He, I know. He passed that. He, he, uh, he, could, he could repeat the months of the year in reverse order. Yep which I probably couldn't do anyway. So, yeah, so he lists a five and ten words and a bunch of other stuff that he had to do as well, balance checks. So, and we never doubted at all the likes of Nathan Gibbs because never. he's a champion bloke um, and a very, very accomplished doctor and been around for a long time. I just, you know, yeah, but it just wasn't a good look, Boyd, going back on. I wonder if there should be different protocols around players that have had multiple concussions yeah, in it- a... It's exactly what it is. And we're never going to question Nathan Gibbs, Queensland doctor. A lot of the doctors in the NRL. New South Wales doctor. New South Wales doctor, but the Queensland doctor as well. You'd never question their integrity because they're following the protocol that's there. Now, as we said last night, I think rugby league is at the forefront of a lot of sports when it comes to concussion. Uh, Boxing, for example, you get knocked out, you can't fight for three months. Simple as that. You're just wiped out. Um, But for me, it's not about the game day protocol. Because initially, I thought the game day protocol was really good batch. Mm. It was it was precise, and I thought it was really looking after the player. I think we need to tweak that now because Nathan Gibbs is only following the protocols that he's that he needs to. Yes, which exactly. And if Boyd Cordner has passed now, there are apparently a few boxes you've got to tick. Did the player show signs of concussion? Yes, he did. Boyd Cordner, after that hit the elbow and and also the hip from Felice Cafusi. He leaves the field. It's a long walk to the Adelaide dressing sheds. And as you know, if you've been concussed, you can come around. You're a little bit hazy, a little bit dusty for a while, a little bit cloudy, but you can come around and answer whatever questions you need to answer, depending on the time that you have to go through that test. Now, what you just touched on I think is really important. I think there needs to be some tweaking, which it has to be around historical factors. The historical factors are, have you got a player A, that has shown signs of concussion. Let's tick that yes, which he did, Boyd Corner. The reason why he was taken from the field. He's taken to the dressing sheds, and straight away, you do do a protocol first and foremost to see how he's going. But then what plays probably the most important part, and this is only my opinion, okay, is that has he been knocked out previously in X amount of weeks, X amount of months, whatever it may be? If so... Unfortunately, you just can't go to the go back on the field. Yeah, well, I think maybe the the, the doctors need to you know get together about this one and um, yeah toss it around a little bit more. Maybe the the protocols will change. So uh, righto, sets there just having a bit of a cough in the background. And okay, uh, before we oh that is our origin update. Toro's big spring clean is here. Get a zero percent interest across the Toro range in store now. Oh, by the way, Women's Origin is on Friday night at the Sun Coast, yeah. Sunny Coast Stadium. First time they've played it uh, up there. The previous two were at North Sydney Oval. So um, good stuff, and we'll, we might have a better look at that uh, later in the week. Of course, now, um, Sats, 
What's going on in other footy news? Um, uh, the NRL has stopped the Melbourne Storm from releasing premiership shirts with six premierships on it. Yeah. It's I, wonder a... could, I wonder if they let them put six grand final wins. That's probably different, isn't it? Because they've won six grand finals. They have, yeah. Two premierships were stripped from them, but the, they actually won the grand finals. They did, yeah. I don't know, but maybe they, they don't like that stuff because, it, you know, officially they don't belong to them, those Yeah, there's a large portion of rugby league fans that feel as though they shouldn't, shouldn't be able to um, claim those two premierships in, what was it, 2007, 2009? Mm. I, I think you and I agree that we believe that they still are the premiers. Um, I do anyway. I still think that the premiers of 2007, 2009. I, yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, but was, a lot of people, you know, anti-storm for whatever reason, or or think that they, you know, maybe correctly they think they're the only team that was cheating the salary cap. Mm. Maybe they were. I tell you, there's a really good book out, Badge, and I don't know whether I've spoken about this before. And, and listeners, if you like reading sports books or um, autobiographies, whatever it may be, there's a really good book out that didn't get a lot of publicity. It's called The Storm Cloud, and I'm not sure who it's written by, um, but it's a it's a tremendous insight into the beginning of the Melbourne Storm in 99. But really what it does is it encapsulates that entire salary cap period. Every person that played a role in it, uh, players and the you know their understanding of whether they were signing one or two contracts, whatever it may be. So um, it's a really good book if you want to get a bit of an understanding of the Melbourne Storm. Not written Storm. by Brian Waldron, is it? No. <laughs> hey, uh, racing news now with Chris Nelson. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chris Nelson, you promised us yesterday we got some greyhound news today. And Jace, you know I would never let you down. So here oh, we go. Absolutely. Race, <laughs> racing Queensland uh, has officially unveiled the program for the 2020-21 uh, Golden Greys Summer Carnival, which of course will be staged at Albion Park. Uh, December 3rd, 2020, right through to February 4th, 2021. And on that first night, December the 3rd, we have the Queensland Derby Heats and the Bogey Lee Futurity Heats. And the finals for those will be run on December 10th. But looking uh, looking through the carnival, we've got the running of the Gold Bullion, which is a Group 1 race over 5.20. Heats January 28th, final February 4th. Not bad prize money there, Jase. Similar to your wage, $235,000 in <laughs> yes. prize money for that race. And, yes. the, and then the Gold, the gold Cup also to be run on the February the 4th is worth 113000 That's just a little less than your uh, half your wage. I think <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, yeah, my maths yeah, are pretty good. Right, yeah. yeah, that's right. Thanks. That's right. So plenty to come. Looking forward to that series uh, through the summer at Albion Park this year. Mate, and I love a good night out at Albion Park watching the uh, the dogs as well. Thanks for that, mate. For the latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Jase. Rightio, before we get to the break, we've got uh, Will on the line from Newcastle who wants to have a quick chat about Origin. How are you, Will? Good, boys. How are we going? Yeah, really good. Thanks, well. mate. That's good, boys. If the Blues win the series this year, mm-hmm. surely um, Daly Cherryman's just got to go. Nathan Cleary's got to be the next halfback for Australia for 10 years plus. It's a fair argument. It is a really good argument. 10 years plus. I mean, individually. I don't know if you get the job that long. I mean, you? you get the Australian team picked on individual performance, but um, if Nathan Cleary improves in game two and game three and New South Wales win the, 
uh, yeah, we, I think there needs to be a, a passing of the mantle. I, I tend to agree with you, Will. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Thanks, I'd, 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 I think we could run that by Mel Meninga, you know. But there's, they have to wait till next year to play a test. And that's that's the thing. Is it might even get down to club Actually, form and origin next wouldn't year. wouldn't be bad. To, what do you think, listeners? Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Whoever wins the series this year, do they deserve to be the Australian halfback? Mm. Daly Cherry Every Evans position. or Nathan Cleary? Good on you, Will. We have to get to a break, mate. But uh, thanks for tossing that one up. We'll uh, we'll run with that one. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Serena has landed. Hot topic. When we come back, we're talking about the best rule changes for twenty twenty. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now, hot topic time. Yes, you want to test yourself for sleep apnea, try pharmacy sleep services. Um, the best rule change this year, you've tossed it up on Twitter, lads, Sats and uh, Woogie. Yeah, and... at Sports Day NSW or at Sports Day QLD. And we come up with four badge, six again. The positioning of the scrums, of course, midfield, 20 metres in from the sideline, 10 metres in. Captain's challenge. And a big change in the game, not a rule change, but one ref. Yes. You didn't throw the 2040 in there. That's been outstanding. 2040. Do you know? Has there been any attempts? I read before, a few weeks before the end of the year that there only been one attempt and it was unsuccessful, Brody Croft. Oh, I think surprise, it was Brody Croft. So, Broncos. But, but oh, look, it's a big risk. It's, uh, it's a big risk to be kicking from inside your 20 and, and not get it right. Not many teams It's not are a huge reward. Why? I mean, it's a massive risk for a very little reward. Why? You get a feed to the scrum. You get the ball back. Yeah, For, you're in your you're almost coming off your own line. All of a sudden, a good kick and you get the ball. But back. the risk is if it if the kick doesn't go out, the opposition gets the ball back in really good field yeah, but position. You weren't talking about the risk. You were talking about the reward. Risk versus reward. Yeah, but you, the reward is great. It's not great. It's good. okay. It's not great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could talk any team it, into Pick doing one that. badge. Uh, I, best rule change. Well. Or best change. Well, the to best the game. one I think the game has changed along has been outstanding. The six again. Oh, I agree. I, I, I agree. I find it hard to to pick anything else. Uh, Captain's challenge. I like that it has taken the heat off the referees to the extent that I don't think you can complain too much about decisions. Um, and we know that didn't get everything right this year, but there wasn't. There hasn't been as much focus on the referee and not the referees either. The one ref. The, the one ref. Because you have the right, if there's a howler, to put your hand up and go, no, sorry, captain's challenge. I'll ask you this, Badge. If there were still two referees in the game, but the six again rule, where the second referee is only focusing on the ruck, would have we seen more six yes, agains? Yes, we would have seen lots more. And I don't think that's a good thing. What, the game too quick? Or? Uh, I, yeah, just, yeah, it would be. I, I think I think they've got a good balance where, you know, what are we seeing between three and six to each team yep. in a game and, and uh, the referees are able to keep the ruck pretty tidy and flowing, but you don't get penalised for it and therefore, you know, 40-metre kick downfield, you, you just get to It's funny restart. when the stats came out at the end of the regular season when the NRL said uh, penalties are down in the competition, 
But you've got to remember those six agains would have been penalties, so it's pretty easy to take them out of the penalty equation. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. right. Are you on that line too? I'm six, six again? again. Now, the listeners have voted also with our poll on at Sports Day NSW, at Sports Day QLD. Six again is 36%. The one ref, 28%. And positioning of scrums and captain's well, challenge, they're even on 18%. Oh, okay. So that's spread across the field. There you go. Um, there were some experimental rules as well. Yep. Uh, a handover instead of scrums. I like it. And um, tries given automatically. And then on the way back, they check with the bunker. Like that as they well. They might eventually do that um, in the next. And next year, they can experiment as well. There's the uh, there's the All-Stars game too, mm. isn't it? Isn't there? And there's a another bunch of other trials. Maybe they'll do some more experimenting there. But oh. I, I think all of those have, um, have had some effect apart from the 2040 and all of... Uh, yeah, been see, Badge. I think with a lot, a lot of these rule changes, I think the handover instead of scrums may be introduced. I think the tries given automatically would definitely be introduced. What it does do, it allows the NRL not to, not to shorten the interchange number. So at the moment we're at eight. Yes, and we're all saying we've got to reduce that. That and was that was our solution I think the, to make the game better. I think the governing body, the NRL, based on maybe medical advice, would be very wary about lessening it and putting a lot more pressure on players. Yeah, it's well, it's not a big Further problem. injuries, whatever it's not a big it may problem. be. The game has sped up, hasn't it? So, so they have eight, need to do but that. they speed the game up in other ways. I think there's a really happy medium there. Beautiful. All right, well, tell us, uh, how do we get involved, Sats, if you're on Twitter? So at Sports Day NSW or at Sports Day QLD, or we can text us on 0477-736-736. We have got one here uh, from Cole. The new rules are ruining the rugby league. They definitely don't suit Origin. Should be international rules for Origin. Only good new rule is the captain's challenge. Love the show. Thanks, Cole. Cole. Cole doesn't like the six again. Mm. I'm uh, I'm shocked, but you're entitled to your opinion, um, and we might go into a bit more depth about that one later on. That's our hot topic for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Always tired. Visit your local pharmacy and test yourself for sleep apnea. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. After the break, we'll come back with uh, Alan Langer, direct from the Queensland bubble. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, you are back with Badge and Sats. Uh, time for us now to go into the Queensland bubble. Now, it's been a tough year for a lot of uh, footballers and staff, everyone involved. Scotty Sattler, some people really struggling with life inside the bubble. I reckon this bloke might like it in some I ways. I would have loved it. Get away from the missus. Yeah, <laughs> for how long? Mm. Alfie, Alan Langer's on the line. G'day, mate. How are you? You there, Batch? Yeah, got you, Alf. How are you, mate? How's the yeah, bubble? Yeah, it has been tough, Badge, but uh, when you're with a good group of guys and you win that first origin, uh, there's no better place to be, mate. But there's another big game coming up tomorrow night, so uh, we're going to make this one work. You look like you were pretty happy after that game, mate, banging the drum after the... After the win, singing the song, everything else, it was. Uh, you look like a really tight knit group, um, Wayne and Mal and Co. And you've, you've all brought them together pretty well, hey? Yeah, they're a great group of guys, mate. And uh, I haven't had too many wins this year, mate. So uh, winning, <laughs> winning last Wednesday was pretty special. 
The seven-day turnaround, Alf. We haven't seen it in Origin before. Um, how's how has been the re- how has the recovery been after after Wednesday night getting on the plane, getting back to uh, to camp uh, in such a short amount of time? Yeah, it was a it was a long day that last Wednesday. We didn't get back into bed till about four thirty the next morning, but they had recovery the next day, and everything's been as per usual as they normally do with their week. Uh, with their uh, club. So everything's gone great. Uh, and the uh, camp's been great. I know it's been tough in the bubble, but when you've got a good, good group of lads and then Wayne and Mel and, you know, Neil Henry around, the, the players have really worked well together and they all getting on great together, which Queensland sides do. Now, how is the uh, the card game going? Apparently you, you drew Mel as a partner. You, you're winning, losing plenty? Well, we're... We're breaking even at the moment, which is still another week to go, mate. So uh, it's all going good at the moment. But as I say, everyone's enjoying each other's company. You know, we've got pool and ping pong and darts. There's a whole heap of things to do. So everyone's enjoying, mm. you know, with the space we got. Now, I heard you're playing against you, you guys partnered up and playing against Cam Munster and Wayne. Is is any truth to the room you have to wake Wayne, wake Wayne up for his turn at cards? Drops off yeah, a bit. Yeah, we've got to sla- we've got to slam the table now and then, mate, to get him going. But um, <laughs> so we. But the other thing is, we've got to let let him win as well because Cam Munster gets a bit dirty when he loses. So uh, we let him win so it doesn't affect his game. Anything to make the players happy. Oh, you're, you're a team man, Alf. Um, That's now, what we do, mate. Yeah, were you were you surprised like us that uh, Kurt Catewell managed to to come right? Well, from what we believe, he's uh, he's going to suit up and be fine to go despite that, that groin injury that, that uh, ultimately led to him coming off the field in Origin 1? Yeah, I think that's probably being in the bubbles probably helped him, mate, because he's been out, physios and doctors are here full time and he's been looking after it really well. So I think because uh, he's been here all week, uh, it's easier to look after yourself than when you're at home. Mm. Now, with New South Wales, Alf, um, a lot of threats across the field, but Cody Walker coming in, does he offer a completely different threat to what Luke Keary was? Well, I think he's going to be very similar. And, um, you know, they're both running 5'8", so, uh, and, and he's very dangerous, especially off Cook. So uh, that's one thing you've got to watch. And I think um, Cody Walker's uh, work with Cook uh, is probably could be a difference. Now, you'd watch the halfbacks more than anyone, um, being an exposition, but what'd you make of your skipper's game last Wednesday night? Yeah, it, it was very good. Probably quiet in the first half, but uh, his second half he shone through. And I think the big thing in Origin game is uh, their kicking game. And I think where, you know, Daly Cherry Evans and Munster, I thought their kicking game was pretty special the other night. And certainly in that second half, that's where we where he trapped uh, New South Wales in their half for most of the uh, second half. Elf, is there a player in this Queensland squad that, um, especially among the debutants, that you hadn't had much of much to do with prior to that game that, that surprised you, just how, how good they were, how, how well they handled the, the furnace of state of origin? Yeah, I've got to say Big Tino. I haven't had mm. much to do with Big Tino, but uh, he's been great in camp. And I think Xavier Coates, I think he's... I've mm. been with him at the Broncos all year, but uh, just the confidence he's grown in, you know, the two weeks since we've been in camp. And he wasn't expecting to be a run-on starter. And uh, to get a 
to get a run and just to see his confidence grow and just the way he played the other night was pretty special. Yeah. Look, on paper, it's not the best Queensland side we've ever had and there's been people down south bagging uh, bagging the Maroons, well, one journal in particular, 40 years, the worst side ever. But no surprise, Alf, despite the win, Queensland are underdogs again. Do you think that's that's fair enough, given that what happened last year and, and you've got to go to play the Blues in Sydney at Homebush? Yeah, it always happens, Dash. And we're, we're, we were always the underdogs, and uh, that's the courage of the team. And uh, certainly they just go out and they don't look at that. They just they want to go out and do Queensland proud and their families and certainly, you know, the people that are going to work and school the next day to see them, you know, just to see the delight on their faces, you know, the next morning after an origin. So what's tomorrow look like, Alf, in relation to travel? Yeah, we've got about a one o'clock flight. We'll go down, especially with the daylight savings. We'll go down, go to, straight to the stadium, spend an hour and a half in a bit of a team room, then head down to the dressing room and Away we go and hopefully head home on the plane with a few Forexes in hand. Yeah, now, uh, Trevor Gilmore's one of your good mates. He used to always be ruined with um, in origin uh, as, a, as a coach, as coaches, I should say. Um, he always used to tell stories about how you were scared of the dark. You used to have to leave a, a night lamp on and badge. I think you've confirmed that also. No, no, have, no. Have, you still, have you got a roommate? Because we, we keep hearing the wow. Queensland players and staff have their own rooms. Yeah, we all got our own room, especially with the COVID now. So it's all your own room. So uh, I've I've got a special room with a special light, mate. So it's all good. <laughs> I leave the TV and everything, and whoever's uh, whoever can't sleep, they come round and have a few drinks before they go to bed. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Well, Alf, um, I hope it all goes well um, for, for for the team and for yourselves. Are you a trainer, amusement director, entertainment director? What else? What else, What other hats do you wear? Well, that's about it. It's uh, the COVID bubble. Just got to make sure everyone stays in camp and looks after themselves, mate. And um, as I say, it's going to be a special week. And hopefully after tomorrow night, things could uh, fire up a bit more. Yeah, there was a lot of interest <laughs> in the game, Alf. And uh, we really thank you, mate. Thanks for joining us on uh, Sports Day. And, uh, and good luck to you and the team. Thanks, guys. Go to Maroons. Thanks, Alf. Good on you, Alf. And, of course, we know we've got a lot of uh, New South Wales listeners as well, but good to hear from the little fella, one of the, uh, one of the legends of don't the state the fans, of origin. I mean, I, you know, I, I love Alf, but don't the fans they despise him the amount of time <laughs> that he's on the field? Well, he does test the rules a bit. Oh, I can't believe the, the officials actually haven't come down hard on him. Because they love him, because he would go up and have a chat with them later on. He probably... He's probably shouting them beers later or something, doing slammers. There's a really good story around when um, he was at the Broncos, or he still is at the Broncos, but that 15 grand final when Jonathan Thurston was going to take the kick, and he walked past him as he was bringing the water back from going to see the side behind the behind the try line. And he actually said something to him about, I'll, I'll have 50 with you or whatever it may be. Like Again, trying to lighten the moment in one of the most stressful times in sport. And he missed. Yeah, he did. He did. So he claims Elf that. takes credit for yeah, it? Yeah, he claims it. He couldn't do anything about the field goal later on, could he? Yeah. All right, up next, uh, some of the stupider things in sport. We have got That's Ridiculous, joined by another halfback. Well, not in person, but he's, uh, he's the host of this segment. That's Ridiculous, Jeff Tuvey. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed back soon. 
You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Hey, before we get to That's Ridiculous, you've got a few texts here, Sats, to read out. And thanks for uh, for joining in and that number. Anyone else wants to? 0477-736-736. Yeah, we were talking about earlier about the Australian jersey. Um, our caller from Will was uh, Will from Newcastle was saying about uh, if Cleary wins the series and mm. he should be Australian halfback. Uh, joker on Jack Newcastle, he says, G'day, guys. Hey, Sats, I know you love your Panthers, but I'm yet to see Nathan Cleary dominate in the game that really counts. And as you guys know, if you're the halfback, you have to stamp your authority. And for that reason, um, he dominated Cleary in the second half, uh, Daly Cherry Evans. I would have Cherry Evans as the Australian number seven. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I know what you're saying. It's kind of a moot point because they're not going to play. The, he's the incumbent, Daly Cherry Evans, yes. and they're not going to play until next year. And, of course, there'll be club footy and maybe even another Origin Series. I don't know. They're not playing an Anzac test, are they? No. Early in the year. No. So they'll have another Origin Series after this, and there's a lot of water under the bridge. But, yeah, points on the board. Whoever can win this series and, or lead their team to victory in this series, will, that'll certainly help them. Uh, Chris you. Nelson, um, he hasn't got some fans. Hey, boys, can you tell Chris Nelson Racing Queensland? No more tips. And my mates and I loaded up at the Sunshine Coast Friday night. We didn't gamble responsibly. We did our dough. Oh. Cheers, the Lismore boys. Tips aren't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting listening to the grab of uh, – I was uh, earlier on on one of the shows about Peter Volandi. He's not on this show. Uh, but hi, Badge and Sats. Uh, Alfie used to trip defenders over with his hip and little legs. Called a Cumberland throw, yeah, wasn't it? That was, his <laughs> that was his method of tackling. He was famous for doing it, wasn't he? Yeah, Ray, Ray Price did it really did well too. too. Yeah. And and legal, he, he got penalised a few times out, but legal as long as he got the hands on the body first. But, gee, I tell you, some big blokes, they reckon it was scary. They'd just they'd be running. Well, you sudden, thought you were through. All of a sudden, you just be bang, hitting the ground and, head and I, first. I, I got a couple of those tackles from Alf, and I thought I was through. And then all of a sudden, all the weight from your forehead just hit the ground. It was, um, it was really frustrating. Yep. Um, and, of course, uh, Mick, who called up earlier on, he said, Hi, Sats, I was talking to you. You cut me off. Sorry, Mick. I was talking, it was nice talking to you about the hard men in the league and just wanted to tell people yeah. who was the hardest pound for pound. We'll try and give you a call back, Mick, if we get some time. But pound for pound badge, that have, have to be to go for the little blokes. You have then, to be tuvy. Yeah, I, I reckon I'd throw tubes in there. Yep. Um, there weren't many not hard players or soft players in the game, of course, because it it uh, you need that attribute. But, Benny Elias uh, was yeah, tough, two. wasn't he? Yeah, pound of for pound, he he's only a tiny fella, well, wasn't guys he? Benny had monster monsters run and still do the smaller forwards. They mm. still do. Um, that even the ones that are playing today, yeah, the, the smaller players, they everyone runs at him. You look at this, Luke here, he's not a big man. No, gets a lot of traffic at him. Yeah, Cody Walker's going to have to put his body on the line. Nathan Clear is a good defender, isn't he? Very good, no yeah. doubt at all. And that mm. that really helps when you got a. a Nathan Clear reminds you a little bit, same sort of build as Joey Johns, mm. where they're really short, stock to the stocky to the ground, and have that really good, powerful base when they defend. See, it's another reason I th- I would have thought they might have gone with Jack White. In that, that defensively in there is like a back rower on one yeah. side and Cleary on the him. other. Yeah. You can't, you can't. Use it, but they can aim at, uh, at Cody Walker, the big guys, and just sort of bend the line a little bit. All right, that's, uh, that's some, some of your texts, and you can join in once again, 0477 736 736. Time now for this.
Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Tell us what uh, you think is ridiculous. That's for Aussie Made, support local Australiamade.com.au. Well, we spoke about the Bledisloe last night, Badge and listeners, and um, the red cards, the two red cards, one for Lockie Swinton on debut. About 32 minutes into the game, he was going really well. One of the best players on the field, Yep. Uh, the young forward, and uh, offered to a, a Tunga Fasi, who was also red carded from the All Blacks. Now, this is my that's ridiculous. Now, Lockie Swinton, from that red card, the tackle that hit um, Simon Whitelock just up around the around the neck and the chin. Was it malicious? Lockie Swinton has been suspended for four weeks, Tooves. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's not a four-week suspension. Oh, no. That's it's... not a, 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 an incident that deserves four weeks. Now, the the All Black, what's it, offer Tonga Farsi? Yep. He goes he up He got sent off first. Yeah, he goes well, up why tonight. didn't he go up to the judiciary first? Because... What's going on there? Is it a COVID thing, maybe? No. Does the judiciary have to fly over to New Zealand after they've heard the first one? Or L for Lockie is before O for offer. So probably Seriously? alphabetical order, you reckon? I don't, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Swinton before Tonga Fassi. <laughs> All right, so he's got four weeks. Uh, that, that includes um, – that takes him up to February because they haven't got any games. No, yeah, February 6th, including the February 6th game in 2021. The start of the uh, Super Rugby AU. That was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. All right. Uh, mine, Toronto, has been kicked out of the Super League. This is the Wolfpack that Sonny Bill Williams plays for. Yes. And they worked their way through the grades very quickly and were about to start in Super League, or they did start, and then the whole competition fell over. Um, they have been kicked out after a vote by, I think, the clubs. Club and, representatives. Yes. And their coach, Brian McDermott, he didn't mince his words when he was asked about the decision. Our players and myself have been unemployed for six months and I have not had one phone call from Super League. Do you know in six months we've had £1,000? Well, I haven't. The players have had £1,000, a payment of £1,000 each in a six-month period. This has been the most successful expansion club the game's ever seen. I just think this is, this I'll tell you, this is the biggest mistake the game's made. But I think this is the biggest mistake the game is making. I think people will view rugby league right now based on this yeah. decision and go, this decision, I think, is, has got the potential to turn people off the game. Sorry, I've spoken over the top of Brian there. Yeah, they have been kicked out. What do you reckon, Tooves? Come on, that's ridiculous. He was very articulate, um, Brian McDermott. And I tend to agree with him. I don't know whether it's a COVID thing, Badge, because of barriers and boundaries and borders. Uh, I think Canada they did upset a few people along the way. But if you let clubs vote on other clubs coming in, or what's going to happen? Well, they've got self-interest. They don't want they? When it comes to competition funding, and funding. And yeah, as soon as you let the lunatics run the asylum, like the UK Super League have, of course the, the new kids on the block aren't going to get the vote. So yeah, it, it. It is a, it is a, it's a terrible decision when it comes to trying to... Yeah, trying to build the game into other markets. Yeah, have you got yeah. another one, Sats? At really all? quick one, uh, twos. What do you think of people who say Dane Gagai is only an origin specialist? Come on, that's ridiculous. I think he's a really good NRL oh, no. player. He, plays, he is. He plays great at Origin. Yep. But he plays great club footy as yeah, well. And absolutely. I know South fans that uh, really value it. There's a chance they might uh, have to move him on, Dane Gagai, because mm. of uh, salary cap restrictions. So hopefully not for his sake. Rightio, that is. Uh, that's ridiculous for Aussie made. Shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian made kangaroo certification is the logo the nation trusts. And a text has just come through. Don't know 
who from but pound for pound, Des Hasler, the toughest guy to play rugby league. Yeah, he'd have to be right Fair up there nomination. with his teammate. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.